fear is a mile wide and an inch deep. This illusion of fear is very terrifying. The things that we're scared to do, the conversations that we're scared to have, the people that we're scared to face, the the leaps of faith that we're, we're afraid of taking because we don't know how it's gonna turn out, that is the mile wide. We think that fear is this massive thing that's gonna consume us. But when we actually take a step, we realize it's it's a puddle, it's, it's, it's shallow, and that it never was as hard as we crafted it to be within our mind. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Conscious Rebel. Super excited to get into the nitty gritty today and be able to talk about fear and a few other things that have been coming up for me personally in the last week or so, um, more so the last month, but really an emphasis on the last week. So fear is one of those things that we talk about a lot, but I don't know if we all fully can comprehend how much fear is actually inside of us and the fear that's holding us back from doing what we really want to be doing. You can really boil everything down to fear. Everything that is in the way um, from preventing you from being who you want to be, being the weight you want to be, being as happy as you want to be, having the person in your life that you want to be in your life, having the amount of money you want to make. The only thing stopping you from all of these ideals within your mind is fear. Fear is that thing that when it's not attacked and it's not faced and it's not embraced, it's crippling. It completely consumes you. And like we talked about in the last episode, people have different reactions to fear. Either you're going to flee and avoid or you're going to freeze or you're really going to fight and resist. And getting to know your dominant response to fear I think is extremely effective. So if you weren't able to hear the last episode, I would highly recommend tuning into that because it'll give you a framework for facing off with fear. But the reason why I want to talk about fear even more today is because I feel like I've been receiving a masterclass from the university um, of life around fear these past couple weeks. Like I was someone who identified as being pretty fearless and being pretty good at fear, but I really have underestimated how much fear is still inside of me. And for every level that, you know, we come up against, new fears are triggered because fear is going to settle in anytime there is something new, right? Because your ego is trying to protect you. It wants to keep you safe from threats. So anytime it can detect a threat, which is going to be anything unknown or new, then it's going to sabotage you. It's going to put fear and anxiety inside of you to prevent you from moving forward so that you stay safe, so that you run away, so that you hide, whatever it is to protect you, not knowing that it's actually really sabotaging you deep down. And so w- one of my favorite quotes that I just heard this past week that I've never heard before is, Fear is a mile wide and an inch deep. The illusion of fear is very terrifying. The things that we're scared to do, the conversations that we're scared to have, the people that we're scared to face, the the leaps of faith that we're, we're afraid of taking because we don't know how it's going to turn out, that is the mile wide. We think that fear is this massive thing that's going to consume us. 
but when we actually take a step we realize it's it's a puddle it's 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 shallow and that it never was as hard as we crafted it to be within our mind our mind is very imaginative and so whenever these fears start to come up we begin to create stories around these fears as to why we're going to fail or as to why it's not going to work out and i want to present you with a framework that will help you to move through that fear um, and eventually be able to neutralize it enough to do the thing that you want to be doing first and foremost a good question to ask yourself when you feel that fear coming up is what would someone do who was not scared of this thing and you have to be able to shift your identity when fear comes in. This takes practice. This takes time. You're not going to get it on the first time, but this is about identity shifting. Whenever that fear starts to come up within you to, to start to cripple you, you really got to ask yourself, what would someone do who was not scared of this thing? How would they act? You know, how would they move? How would they confront this fear? And starting to get your mind into a different place and a different identity that will allow you to face off with that fear. You then want to ask, as this kind of fear comes up within you, let's let's take an example. Let's say it's public speaking of, of going out to, to speak on a stage. And this fear comes up within you and it's like, oh my gosh, I can't go out there because I'm going to make a fool of myself and I don't know what I'm saying and I'm super nervous. I'm going to have a panic attack and I'm sweating and then people are going to think I'm a failure and then they're going to judge me. And all these fears are just racing rampant within the mind because the ego is triggering all these stories. It's trying to keep you safe from the falsely detected threat that's ahead of you, which is being in front of thousands of people speaking. But really, it's an illusion. The, the fear is all within your head. All these stories you're crafting within your mind. So the first question to ask yourself is, is this true? Are these things that I'm feeling and are these stories that are playing in my head, are these true? And how do you know it's true? And once you're able to answer that, then asking the question, do you have evidence for this? Do you have evidence for the fact that you're going to fail, that you're going to trip out on stage, that people are going to hate you, that they're going to judge you? Do you have evidence for that? And what you'll find is that you won't really have much evidence for it because it hasn't happened. It's in your mind. It's in the future. It's a falsely created fear. So then you want to ask yourself the question, do you have evidence for the opposite of that, for why this isn't true? Well, yes, I do. I've been practicing a lot. Um, I'm a social person. I've been giving my talk a lot of times, so I feel comfortable with what I'm saying. I gave a talk a few years ago, and I killed it. And you start to go through and find evidence for the opposite of your fear, like finding evidence for why you actually are safe and why you can do the thing. And then you just start to go through that list of evidence. You start to stack up as much evidence as you possibly can for why you are actually greater than that fear and why you are greater than that illusion. And as you move through this framework, anytime you feel fear, you'll start to become more and more cognizant that the fear that's within you is very temporary. It's extremely temporary. And the mind just needs time to catch up to the body. Again, we have to think of fear from a primal perspective. Fear is very primal. The whole point of it was to protect you. Fear is this almost light going on in your body that's blinking, that's saying, hey, 
be careful. There's a threat out there. You need to either hide or you need to run or you need to get ready to fight because there's a woolly mammoth that's about to stomp in and kill you. So you need to be prepared. That was fear. It served a practical purpose. But fast forward thousands of years, we're, we don't have those threats. We live in a very abundant society for most people, if you're fortunate, to where you don't have these threats coming at you. So you have to recognize that and you have to become cognizant that you are safe, that you are okay. And whenever you start to feel this fear, what I want you to do, which I think this is the most helpful technique out of anything I've learned with fear, is that you have to focus on what your body is doing and not what your brain is doing. Fear, the only antidote to it is action. It's it's the only thing that can actually overcome fear. It's action. You have to take physical action, but that's the, that's the dichotomy, right? That's the paradox of this is that people are scared to take action, but only by taking action are you going to overcome being scared. It's really tricky. And so you have to be able to actually sink deeper and trust your body on this and just move forward do the action and try to get out of your mind and let the emotions pass through you. And what you'll notice is you go out to, let's say, give that talk on stage or go talk to that girl or guy, whatever it is, you know, put your scenario in. When you go to do that thing, you'll notice that you have all these emotions that are starting to come up within you and fear and anxiety. But what you have to do is keep moving. Approach that girl. Start talking. Your your palms are sweating. You're shaking. You're nervous. But you keep moving. You keep talking. You keep doing. And you do not listen to the stories that your mind is playing. And what you'll notice is that about three minutes later, two minutes later, those have, those have subsided. You're not feeling anxious anymore. The fear isn't there. Whether you've stopped talking to that person or you finished your talk on stage or you did that fearful thing, eventually, and it's usually pretty quick, the fear subsides. It dissipates because it's just emotion pouring through you. But we listen too much to our fears and we need to stop listening to our fears. We need to do it scared. We need to listen to the body, trust, move forward, do the action and trust that as we're doing the action, the mind will eventually realize that we are safe, that it's not a threat and it can kind of calm down because it's caught up to the reality and the mind will soon realize as long as the, the body keeps pushing forward and does the act, the mind will realize that, hey, this isn't so bad. There isn't a threat. Um, and I'm going to be okay. And when I physically walk towards the fear, you're, you're signaling to your brain that it's okay. Because if you run away from the threat, if you run away from the fear, you're confirming to your ego that it indeed was a threat. And then it'll be even harder the next time around to face that thing because you've always, you've already set the neural pathways for avoidance. So when a fear comes up, being able to physically walk towards the fear to attack it, it signals to the brain that I'm okay, this isn't a threat, and I will prove it by moving towards the fear and moving through the fear and eventually overcoming it. And when you do that, you then gain more proof to the ego, to the mind that, see, I told you, I'm okay. I just gave that talk. I just talked to that girl. Yes, I got rejected, but look, I'm alive. I'm good. 
Like I'm here and you're proving to the ego over and over again that fear is an illusion and that we just have to trust our body to move through that and eventually the emotions will dissipate over time and usually pretty quickly. I want to end with, because we're going to keep this episode shorter today, I want to end with one of the greatest hacks. I I gave a podcast in season one um, called Environment, Environment, Environment. I, I think it was. Actually, I think it was called The Greatest Hack. Can't really remember, but I was talking about environment. And I was saying how the greatest hack, this was years ago, and I stand by this, the greatest hack to personal development is environment. If you really want to actually change your life, change your habits, change your eating and nutrition habits, changing your exercise habits, changing you know toxic circles that you're being a part of, maybe addictive patterns or behaviors that are, are kind of stuck in your life, if you want to change these things, the easiest way to do it is to shift your environment because your environment cues a lot of these habits. When you wake up and you see the same thing and you put on the same clothes and you go to the same places and you talk to the same people, you've you've dug this, this ditch that you're inside of and it's really hard to get out of that because you've been doing it so many times. So you've like ingrained these deep pathways that are now just habit, unconscious habit without even thinking about it. When you shift environment, it's called a, a, a pattern interrupt. It's you, you're basically disrupting your thought patterns and they're so scrambled because it's no longer in that rut that you've been grooving for many, many years or months or however long. You're now in a new environment with new stimuli, with new people, new reactions. So you're on alert because none of this is familiar to you anymore. So, so the ego's at an all-time high. You have fear going through you. Your mind's racing. But this is all good because it's forcing you to set new habits and new parameters. This is all about engineering your environment. Someone who really loves themselves and knows how to care for themselves and knows how to become healthy, they know how to master this skill of engineering their environment. Wherever you are, make it so that your environment is easy to achieve your goals but hard to not comply with them. Think about certain habits. If you struggle, let's give the example of alcohol. If you're an alcoholic and you drink a lot and it's something you're trying to give up, but you can't seem to do it, you need to put yourself in an environment where drinking alcohol is actually kind of frowned upon and it's unacceptable to people. It's unacceptable to the environment. Environment. Think about this. If all of a sudden you got rid of your friends you're hanging around, you got rid of the parties you're going to, the, the events you're visiting, you completely move. You get new friends who live a healthier lifestyle. None of them drink. All of a sudden, if you start to pick up drinking habits, that's going to be unacceptable to them. And not because they're judging you, but because they live by a different standard. So therefore, the environment now influences you. It makes it really hard to not comply with giving up alcohol, but it also supports you in achieving your goal, which is to be healthier, to be happier. It's, your goal isn't to give up alcohol. Your goal is to be healthier. 
Your goal is to, to be more joyful, to be happier, to have more vitality. And the byproduct of that is giving up alcohol. We don't, we don't focus on the negatives. It's not about negation. It's about affirmation. So we want our goals to be things that are positive, not things we're avoiding. Because by focusing on things we're avoiding, we're only going to attract more of that avoidance, right? Where your focus goes and your attention goes, that's where the energy flows. And that's what expands and grows. So engineering your environment is the quickest way to shifting and up-leveling your life. Hence why I'm making big shifts in my life right now. If, if you can see from the video, if I end up posting it, um, my apartment is completely cleaned out, cleared out. I've sold pretty much everything, um, made a lot of changes here, just massive changes with completely turning over my life and flipping a whole new script. I'm stepping into a completely new identity, a completely new phase of my life, and knowing the engineer knowing the engineering your environment is everything, that's something I've really put as the prime focus. So within a few weeks from now, you know at the most a month, I will be completely outside of the United States. I am moving to Asia where that will be my home for a bit and from there that will be kind of my hub where I get to focus even deeper on some of the things that I've been practicing lately um, with health, with lifestyle, with my um, online business, with coaching. That will become my main focus as I remove more and more and more distractions from my life. And that's what you will realize is that as you start to up-level your life, as you start to awaken more, as you start to become healthier and, and happier and really prioritize your life, you'll notice the absolute necessity of eliminating distractions around you. And most of those are coming from your environment. So if you really want to shift your life, change your environment. And I am the proof of it. And I'm going to document this all along the way um, as, as I kind of make this move with all these different changes, all these different things going on, going back to like different schooling for coaching, completely moving out of a country, rebuilding a new community, entering into different practices. Like a lot of change is happening in my life right now. And Hence why I've been getting a, a master class of, of fear the last few weeks because the fear has been crippling because I'm completely doing a 180 on my life and changing up everything. And I am stepping not just like 80%, not just 90%. I am 100% stepping into the unknown with everything, with, with friends, with location, with living, with business, with health, like Everything is 100% unknown moving forward, which is the greatest catalyst for growth. And I'm so excited for that. But it does not come without first that barrier of fear. And if I would have given into the fear and kind of retreated instead of physically walking towards the fear and facing it, I would not be where I am. And I would not be able to step into these new opportunities that are before me because that fear would have stopped me. It was a choice. Everyone has this choice. And coming full circle back to how we started this podcast episode, if there is anything that is in your way from really creating the life you want to create, it's fear. There is some type of fear in you that is holding you back, that is either making you resist or, or making you avoid it or hide from it or just completely be frozen in place. 
But if you do not have the life right now that you're wanting, there's some type of fear there. And that's okay. It's okay to feel fear. In fact, I expect to feel fear. I expect it to not feel great. I expect it to be turmoil. I expect it to be chaotic. Because then when it happens, it doesn't jolt me by surprise. I expect there to be fear. I expect there to be a lot of hurdles to overcome. I like that. It's okay. I've changed my perspective. That's the mindset now is that I want the challenges. Like like bring them on because I have nothing to prove to anybody else, but there is so much to myself that I want to discover. I want to discover how capable I am. I want to see how high I can get before I leave this life. I want to see how far I can go. I want to see what I can build, what I can innovate, what I can accomplish. I want to see the relationships across the world that I can build. I need to see for myself where my limit is. And I haven't hit it yet. And I think it's quite far ways away from me. And the only thing that's in the way between me and being limitless is fears. So I go through this every day as I'm sharing this with you, these frameworks, these thoughts of of pushing through this. You know, fear isn't something you ever master. It's always there on some level in some way, shape, or form. And so adopting and creating a really healthy relationship with fear is going to be one of the greatest things you can do moving forward into the future, especially because the future is so unknown. So much is changing. There's so many new advances. So much of the old is going to be burned away. And we're going to have to step into this new paradigm where we become more adaptable um, and have more of an ability to face fear head on without it overwhelming and crippling us. It's it's an incredibly practical skill to be able to devote our lives to and to be able to cultivate right now in these very unknown times within the world. So if you're facing fear right now, I get it. I'm there with you. Fear is a tricky one, but I provided some frameworks for you. All it takes is just breathing through it listening to your body, do not listen to your mind, push forward, physically walk towards the fear, take the action because it's the only antidote to fear. And remember, fear is a mile wide and an inch deep. It's not as scary as you think it is. Peace.